Welcome Amazonians to another great episode of Amazonian Talk. Just a few quick things. We are not here to bash men or women. We are simply stating our opinions and our experiences. If you feel offended on more than one occasion, then this may not be the podcast for you. We ask that you don't leave or call in with discriminatory or rude comments. If you didn't think about what you were going to say first, then it's probably not wise to say it at all. Remember, if you are calling in to participate in the show, then you are giving us consent to record your voice. All right, so now that we got that disclaimer out of the way, let's get to it and talk about it with your host, Winter Blaze and Violet Cruz. And Violet I know. <laughs> I probably said that every single episode this season. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <clears throat> I know it's great. I just have a pretty name. That's all it that is. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome back, Amazonians. We have a very good episode, as usual, for you. Um, this one is a little bit more in depth um, about emotions, mm-hmm. and um, the expectation of this episode is: um, Why do people feel like women have no reason to withdraw mm. and be kind of? in a reclusive state. Yeah. And there is a post that um, our, pro- our producer found oh. mm-hmm, on um, social media by a lovely young lady named Rose Size. Mm-hmm. And we're going to play that little bit for you. I did read it. So enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called stay-at-home mom depression. And this had hit home with me um, because there are a lot of things we go through that people just don't realize when you're a stay-at-home mom. It's not just you're staying at home. Mm -hmm. So, all right, here we go. No, let's talk about it. I mean, how dare a woman have the nerve to complain after being gifted the opportunity to stay at home and raise their kids? But little as you know, it's not that simple. Of course, stay-at-home moms are usually grateful to stay at home and raise their child. But after a while, it's all that they become. No one talks about the isolation, the loss of identity, the extreme loneliness, losing your sense of self, the yearning to be around other adults. The point is, while they were working every day, they didn't have to feel like an endless maid. They got that breakaway, even though yes, work is a love-hate relationship that gives you some space from the people you live with, children, spouse, whoever else, etc. Because yes, Every relationship needs time away in order for it not to go downhill. Being around each other 24-7 is not healthy, contrary to popular belief. You need a break daily. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, Oh girl, you have too much time on your hands. Or, I sure wish I could stay at home. I would never complain. Yeah, good for you. I can guarantee anybody would change their mind in six months unless you're wealthy and have money to do fun things regularly. You chose to have all those kids. You should have thought about that before having them. If you didn't want to go through all of this, you shouldn't have never had more kids. 
and you say you're not getting your tubes tied. Seriously. Yep. Heard those all before. And not to mention the irritating comments from that innate asshole in the family. Oh, you're pregnant again? How many more are y'all having? Are you done? That's why I like being an auntie, cousin, uncle, grandpa, grandma, because I can give them back. No one talks about how many of you had to give up a career because it's cheaper for you to stay at home. No one talks about how you cry in the shower because your whole day was overwhelming. No one understands why you're always so tired. No one understands why you're so irritable. No one understands why or if you need a mental break. No one understands why you're aggravated with your kids. No one understands why after you've been home all day, there may still be laundry to do, dishes that need washing or dinner not done. No one understands why you just need five minutes with no one speaking to or touching you. No one understands the frustration you feel when you have people coming around asking stupid questions like, did they eat? Have the baby been changed? Do they need out of the playpen or high chair? Have they been in there all day? Give me a diaper. You guys should get some air and not stay indoors all day. If you want to help, help. Don't try to make me out to be a bad parent or try and make me feel guilty. Just help. No one understands why you've maybe lost your sex drive. No one understands why you're entirely and utterly exhausted. Because after all, you do just sit at home all day. No one understands the feeling you have when you are told you don't have a real job or you should be feeling blessed to be at home and not have to get up and work every day. Most stay-at-home moms were actually working women at one point. People go to a job to work and get paid, but also they often take for granted being able to interact with other adults outside of their homes. Lots of stay-at-home moms still contribute financially to their households. Shoot, most of them want some kind of side hustle or a part-time job because it would help with financial relief. Wow. That is super, super powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. And um, that there's a whole bunch of different things in there that hit home for me because... It was extremely hard, um, one, being an entrepreneur after the fact, but losing a job because you're pregnant, um, although jobs don't tell you that you just, right. somehow you just don't come back, do you? Um, and then the loneliness, the sacrifice that you give when it is cheaper for one of you to stay at home, um, <clears throat> and then with the... The kids asking about more kids and um, the flip side for me is that um, we we agree that we didn't want more because of all the things that we went through. Not saying that it won't ever happen. We don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. but we're not um, there trying to have more. But nobody understands that whole dynamic you go through um, 
whether you're by yourself or with your spouse of <clears throat> being a stay at home mom. Yeah. It's, it's a lot and it should be, um, Di- diagnosable, actually. Yeah, <laughs> if that's a word. Um, depression. Feel, yeah, I feel like um, a lot of the times that if it's not, um, it gets it gets kind of swept under the rug, like like um, just kind of classified under women's problems or women's yeah. issues. Yeah, she's just going through something right now, or or something like that. No. <laughs> this is more and and i can honestly say um now now i do work out well i say i work outside the home but ever since rona happened i've been working in the home so mm-hmm. but i i do work outside the home and uh it's it's a catch-22 i mean it's damned if you do damned if you don't if you uh are a stay-at-home mom then they take for granted that you have all this time on your hands Mm -hmm. you can do this and you can do that and you can uh do all of these things and all that that pops in my head when i hear somebody say that is uh uh tyler perry's diary of a mad black woman when medea was sitting at the table like okay you've been taking care of his house for how many years and then she's like on the calculator yeah and it's because there is so much very true not sitting on your behind not doing anything you have a whole nother life outside of your own and sometimes multiple lives outside of your own that you have to take care of but then if you decide to work outside the home it's like Mm -hmm. oh so you have a stranger taking care of your kids or you have yeah so it's it's like i can't win i cannot win and and not to mention the mental anxiety the mental strain you go through when you have somebody else taking care of your kids Mm -hmm. like that's a whole nother internal struggle that you have yeah and then the guilt that comes with that and then the pressure of your job saying you only have six weeks which I don't know who made that standard because that is some bull that should go on another episode of I know we had an episode called that some bullshit yeah but we need another episode yeah part two (laughs) Like that's that that's insane to give a woman six weeks, eight weeks is not enough. A year, a year should be standard, actually. Yeah, and and I and in other countries they do do that. Yeah, but, they, they do. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I remember with my firstborn, I got I was um, working at a smaller um, firm, and I got six weeks unpaid. Oh wow! Yeah. Unpaid. So I had to go back because we, we, we needed the money. And the depression that set in, I had postpartum. But then after mm-hmm. having to have some um, go back to work after six weeks, it was devastating. I mean, I would not wish that on my worst enemy, the yeah. feeling that I had of not being there. And, and it's for women, it seems like, uh, again, there's no winning if yeah. you go back, then you're neglecting your kids. If you stay home, then, oh, well, you're not doing anything, and, and yeah. you don't do this, and you don't have to, oh, you have so much free time on your hands, and, oh, you can do that. Even though I work outside the home, I can tell you that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is not it is true, not true yeah. at all. For um, for people that may not understand the life of a stay-at-home mom, it's you work around the clock. It's just like entrepreneurship it's you are working around the clock Mm -hmm. there is always something in the house that needs to be done Mm -hmm. when you work outside the house you never realize how much inside the house needs to be done Mm -hmm. (laughs) so until you're in it you know for more hours um it was it was yeah that I would say I think that's where a lot of postpartum depression comes from is 
you being isolated. And, and, and as soon as you have the baby, you already feel like you're not enough. Right. You immediately feel like that. Like, okay, can I give you enough? And if you're breastfeeding, so I was like, okay, well, am I making enough milk for you? Uh, do, do you need more? Like you're already questioning yourself if you're even a good provider the second your child is born. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, you opened the door. So I'm about to say this real quick. Um, that whole thing about breastfeeding, there's so much guilt and, and, and negative feelings and emotions that's associated with that. Oh, 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 you only breastfed for like two weeks. Oh, you only breastfed for three months. Oh, you only breastfed for, uh, for six months or it, it, mm-hmm. I experienced that firsthand, whereas someone who I, I considered a friend and was in my inner circle was, oh, well, you only breastfed for like three weeks or four weeks. I mean, that's nothing. And I mean, uh, you're, uh, then you switched over, you cheated and you switched over to formula. No, I was going through some issues. I had some, some things that, that were going on with me, both emotionally with my first kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a pro at this by any means, but I had emotional issues that affect me and your negative feelings, your negative comments aren't helping. Right. And so it's all of that, that, that stay at home moms and moms that work outside the home. I mean, damn, if you're a woman, you just can't win <laughs> at all. <laughs> at- all and um I breastfed for quite some time for about 11 months and I can tell you like the first couple of days was hard because I'm mm-hmm. like um where's this milk mm-hmm. like I thought it's supposed to be here <laughs> right? already and I'm like okay is the kid hungry or is it like they all these things they don't tell you and you kind of figure out on your own and then one part I didn't like is I still had to watch what I was eating because then, you know, the side effects of the baby too. And I'm True. just like, well, damn, <laughs> I got a whole nother year of this. <laughs> right, right. Um, but these internal struggles and the feeling of not feeling good enough, always feeling crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do compare ourselves a lot to other moms. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot. And we don't understand that every momship mom relationship momship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is different from the next mom right um we ask hey how did you do this or how did you you know you do that um but it's still a whole situation that you got to figure out by trial and error mm-hmm. and I this is something uh I've, I've had friends who have had kids after me and I give the same advice to all of my friends when they ask, oh, well, how did you do it? How did you do this, that, and the other? I say, okay, for my kiddos, there is no one on this earth who knows my kiddos better than me. There mm-hmm. is no one who is the expert on my kiddos better than me because they've been a part of me, and now I'm taking care of them. There is no one. even, Babe, I love you, but even including my husband, there is <laughs> no one who knows my children better right, than me. Right, right. And so it's okay to get some tidbits and some advice, but as far as winter with your baby, there is no one on this earth who knows your baby better than I you. I know, that's right. Whoop, whoop. And to our Amazonians <laughs> yeah. out there, there is no one on yep. this earth who is more of an expert on your babies than you are. Right. And so this whole um, comparison thing that we that we tend to do, I mean, they even tell you in the doctor's office, no 
two pregnancies are the same. Yeah. Even yep. coming from the same woman. No right. two pregnancies are the same. So how dare you put all of these these conventions and these these expectations on on moms that 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 are supposed to be generalities when there are no two babies, no two pregnancy, no two women who are the <laughs> right. same. Right. I'm sorry. At all. <laughs> that, that was a that was a good cap. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Oh my gosh. What else did um did she did she go through? Um the Having kids, are y'all having more? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't like that because I feel like there's also that small group of people who don't want kids at all, yep. and they get a lot of flap. Yeah, and it's like if they don't want kids, they don't want kids. Why? Why is it we have to have kids? Mm-hmm. And I've also read um, elsewhere where some physicians will not um, tie a woman's tubes or do permanent. Um, fertility treatments um, with a woman because they're they're being told you might want to have kids or he might want to have kids yeah. or you might meet that right person. And it's like, um, excuse me. Like, <laughs> why is a a man in the picture who's not who I haven't even met yeah. being spoken about? Like <laughs> this like, that man's <laughs> feelings right. is more important than mine right now. What is up with that? Yeah, <laughs> and I feel bad for those women too that I've uh, you know I've read those comments about it, and it sucks. It's like our our bodies are still being dictated yeah. on how to reproduce. Yeah, and we're not trying to get in a pro choice, you know, all that stuff. We're not saying that. all of that stuff. We're just saying it's we don't have control still, and right. the control that we think we have it's almost still non-existent because we have outsiders out, you know, um, outside factors that are constantly eating at us. Yeah. You know, trying to dictate what they think is best for us. And I, I think with my last pregnancy, I remember sitting in the doctor's office. I remember this as clear as day. Uh, my husband and I were sitting there and she was like, okay, well, uh, Okay, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm not that old, and they were still considering my pregnancy being geriatric, so whatever. But um, I don't like that either. I don't like that either. <laughs> but um, it was like, okay, well, this is your second one, so have you decided? And I had already made up in my mind that, you know, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have my tubes tied. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, she was like, okay, so this is your second one, so you have a choice. I'm like, yep. Get it done. <laughs> well, I'm and, there. And she looked at me, and she's like, um, and, my, and like I said, my husband was sitting right there, and she's like, are you sure you don't want to talk this over with your husband first? And I, I, I love my husband. He has his moments, but this one, I just, I could have, oh, right there in the doctor's <laughs> office. He was like, well, I can't do anything without her. Like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then she looked back at me, I'm like, get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Now. (laughs) I'm like, and uh, speaking of that, it's like, um, it's interesting how they expect the women to do it all the time when it's like for a man, it's Mm -hmm. so much simpler. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's safe or not. We're not medical experts, but I'm, I'm sure there's a little bit less risk than, you know, somebody digging all up in our organs mm-hmm. than somebody just getting some skin and a little bitty vein or however big the thing is. 
snipped and sizzled, and that's it. Snipped and sizzled. Okay. That is true. That is true. And and oh gosh, with this episode, we're just opening so many cans of worms that we, we can are. get into in later episodes. I was about to say and. Uh, yeah, I think of y'all as family, so here we go. Here we um, go. I Are had, we about to have a story time? Mm, no, just a little, okay. little just uh, uh, transparency moment. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with both of my children, I ended up having, I, I had issues. So with both of my children, I had no choice but to have a C-section. So it was, um, it was something that they could do while I was up mm-hmm. and on the table. So that's why it was it was a conversation. But even with that, there are debates even about, you know, C-section versus vaginal birth yeah. that, that we could get into where there are double standards that are applied to both both sides and you can't win. Mm-hmm. Um, some people call C-sections cheating um, mm. and, and they say that without even a thought of the person's feelings or, or emotions. Who, it was it. It was medically um, uh, necessary for me to have one. I didn't have a choice. However, yeah. I've still experienced that um, those negative comments about, "Oh, you didn't, you didn't have it naturally. You didn't. Yeah. Oh, you cheated." Yeah. Let me not say what I will fix and say. So, <laughs> well, should have went ahead and said it because I would have. You know, we probably would have had some applause up in the studio. Right. <laughs> applause, applause, applause. But yeah. I mean, it's just, it, there seems to be so many um, uh, fractures of, and, and again, it, it keeps going back and forth between uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you stay at home or if you go to work, if you mm-hmm. have a C-section, if you have a regular pregnancy, if you breastfeed or if you use formula, if you, it, it just, it, you cannot win. At all. At all. And I, I made it a duty with one of my um, other friends because she's nursing. And um, I could tell that she was really needing help. Mm-hmm. And I knew how I felt when I needed a certain amount of help and um, education or experience from someone else. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want her to feel that way. Right. So I still showed her and taught her different methods and you know what I've learned but I still make sure to encourage her to try what works for you or what works for you and the baby Mm -hmm. um and I think that's what we're missing out a lot when we're trying to help each other as mothers we still need to have that line that we don't cross yeah so they so they still had that freedom to figure it out right you know but yeah (sighs) I I tend to start all my advice with well for my kids this is what I do yeah. So maybe that'll work. It for might you. work. And you could try. You can try because again, my kids are different than yours. Yes. And so, you know, it's just I think we need to be supportive in that space of okay, I I can if you're asking me for advice, if you're asking me for my opinion, I can tell you what worked for me, but also be open to that may not work for you or yeah. you may you may have a different way of doing things or a different way of thinking and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is okay. It's okay if you don't agree with me. That's or if you fine. fail and it doesn't work. And I think that's where that mm-hmm. depression definitely sinks in. At you try something and it doesn't work that first five times. Because right. I know I'm like, damn, I thought the third time was the, was the, the, the golden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, you know, we have that. And I, um, let's see, the, the, the careers and the crying in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, 
being at home all day and having so much laundry. Oh my gosh, there's so much laundry all the time. Right. Um, and it doesn't matter how many kids you have, whether you have one or you have five, like it's saying you are still just as overwhelmed. That's another thing. That is another thing right there. Go ahead. Whereas um, some people I've heard uh, uh, when I had my, my first child, oh, well, you're not a real parent unless you have more than one kid. Oh, wow. I've, I've heard that. Wow. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Whether you have one kid or whether you have five kids, from the second of conception, in my opinion, you become a mother. Yeah. And so, you know, dismissing someone just because they have one child and, and, and you putting your, your opinion that, oh, well, it's easier than if you have five kids. Dude, mm. you're just completely dismissing that person's feelings, emotions, and, and, and for what? I mean, where do you get off? What, what is really... Right, right. That that is very insensitive. (laughs) I haven't um, heard that one. I've only had one, but I always get the, are y'all going to have more? When are you going to have another one? Or they need a sibling. And I'm just like, you know, I had a sibling and we were years apart. Mm -hmm. And it still felt like I was by myself. Mm -hmm. So it's manageable. And I I don't think every child needs a sibling mm-hmm. although you know there are great times there's not you know they're not always fighting and things like that that you see on tv yeah um but people don't understand that i'm like that pregnancy was extremely emotional for me mm-hmm. and um and i feel like even with one my hands are always full and it could be because i have pets a lot of pets too <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like i have to leave room for a little bit of me yeah. and even if i was to get pregnant again there would still be more room for love you know for that child too yeah but there's that i don't even know what to call it but it's just like do y'all not see that there's more than just having a kid and popping them out and then family sees them when they're cute and small and wrinkly you're like yeah. oh but then you're like, but who's doing all that extra work? Right. And the diapers, the taking to school, the doing the homework, all that stuff. If I already know I'm stretched thin and more gray hairs have gathered in places that I can't count, mm-hmm. like, I just yeah. let me be. Anyway, yeah. just let me be. Just let me be. <laughs> let, me, let me have a little bit of peace without you judging me, without you putting your expectations on me, without, yes. I mean, because it just... It is so hurtful, um, and and what the what we moms do um, mm-hmm. is we internalize that, and when you think we're being bitchy or you think we're being emotional or you think we're crying too or much, she's having one of those days, or she must yeah, be about to start her she, period. Yeah, like, she what? must be. When you do that, we internalize that, mm-hmm. and and it comes out in the shower when we're crying. Yeah, because that's the only time we, we're by ourselves, right? And and it takes a toll. It it really takes a toll on 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 us. And so, what we're saying here, there is, or um, for me, there is no right answer. Mm-hmm. The right answer is what works for you. That that is the right answer. And for anyone to judge you, and for anyone to condemn you, or whatever for what you're doing, they don't know you, and they don't know your life. So it's just an outsider with, uh, what is that? All up in the Kool-Aid and don't know the flavor? That's what that is. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. 
very so true. Whatever works for you, whatever keeps your you and your babies happy and healthy, that is the right answer. It's okay to ask for advice. It's okay to have a shoulder to cry on every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I mean essentially you know what's best for your house you know what's best for your family you know what's best for you and that's what you need to go with as opposed to trying to meet all these standards the society wants to place on us yes and other other women the um last thing i think that well i don't know if it'll be the yeah maybe second to last thing Mm -hmm. um is the sex drive uh like I don't know where it went. Because <laughs> it was like, as soon as baby come, like, I, all I could think about was making sure that this child survives, uh-huh. like, the first three days of my life yep. of <laughs> being a, a, a mom. <laughs> like, yep, yep. So I wasn't thinking about trying to pleasure anything. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I... I don't like my poor husband. But I don't <laughs> like I just don't I don't till this day I can't even recall thinking about it because it was just so much going on mm-hmm. at that time. And when um it was mentioned in the the little bit of just not wanting to be touched or talked to yeah. for at least 5 or 10 minutes just having some time to just sit down. Yeah. And I have to get up and change or feed or check on yeah. you know, something, um, I can completely, I completely understand that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Not, um, just to have a second to be you. Yes. Just you by yourself yes. to breathe. Exhausted. Without hearing mommy, mama, 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 baby, hey, baby. Yeah. Did you? Y'all, y'all go listen to You got to this. Episode. Can you get that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, hey. It's like. Just let me be. <laughs> yes, let me be. And the in the comment of the endless maid, because I know I've I've said that before. Like I felt like just everybody's maid mm-hmm. because I was always saying like you need to pick this up, pick that up, or I was picking it before I was doing it. You mm-hmm. know, I wasn't saying anything because the kid's too young to acknowledge she's making all these messes. And then right. I'm like, whoa. This other person's making all these messes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I got my little messes. I, I understand, but I can't be cleaning up after all the pets, all these humans. Like, <laughs> I'm not y'all's maid. I'm not your superwoman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I beat her. I, y'all hear that? I beat her too. She it. did. <laughs> hey. Yep. But, but yeah. Sam's. It's, or it's, Sham. Sam's. What? S H. S A H M S, the acronym. Oh yeah, yeah. So it, it's just yeah, it's very tiring, very worrisome. And it is a job. Remember that, <laughs> stay-at-home moms. It that is, is a, job. a job. Don't let anyone say you don't have a real job. That's not a job because it is. Yep. Entrepreneurship is a job. Um, and if you didn't know, um, start putting those duties on your resume. Mm-hmm. So the clerical work, the scheduling. All of that stuff. Put it on those resumes. Yep. Okay. Um, and so we're going to care for our moms um, with our Moms Need Love 2 project. Yay. Yay, the initiative. Um, we did um, give this out in the first season, but we have another to give away. Yay. In season two. <laughs> 
And it is the Proactive MD Amazonian Clay Mask. Okay. You get the deep cleansing face wash, Mm -hmm. the Proactive Brush, the Green Tea Moisturizer. Oh, it's a silicone applicator brush. So that's Mm -hmm. what you get all in it. And we're also going to give away um, a book that's called Anxiety Goals by Dr. Tiffany Young. She was a guest on one of the episodes in the first season. Mm -hmm. And this kind of helps you just go um, through about, I think it's 30 days of assessing and planning and doing exercises for your anxieties to help alleviate a lot of you know, the things that we feel emotionally help with internal struggles. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book. It pairs nicely with other um, self-care planners if you have any of those. So those are the two items that we are giving away. And the Amazonian phrase that you need to have is, I am worthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to be a subscriber and a follower on social media, please submit that phrase to um, listen at amazoniantalk.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can also DM us. All right. And we have one more thing because we have to do our intentions, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But again, make sure that you hit us up at listen at amazoniantalk.com. With the phrase, as well as just your comments. Let us know your comments on this episode, what you think. um, What are some challenges that you face? Uh, We want to know because, of course, we want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, again, make sure you're following us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, Our handle is at Amazonian Talk. Okie dokie. And (laughs) you can... Okie dokie. Okie dokie, and all that. All right. Um, also, you might have noticed during this episode, we referenced a lot of previous episodes that we have had. So make sure that you check us out on your favorite podcast outlet, either Podbean, or Amazoni, or uh, Amazoni, Amazoni um, Amazon, Google, iHeart, whichever is your favorite podcast outlet. Make sure you hit us up for a replay of not just this episode, but all of our previous episodes. So, now it is time for our intentions. And today's intention is boundaries. Mm. Do you have healthy boundaries for yourself? If not, what makes you hesitant to set these boundaries? Mm. That's a good one. Set these boundaries. Yep. So you have your intentions, you have your phrase, and make sure that you check us out next week for the episode entitled Nursery Rhymes That You Didn't Know Were Racist. What? Yeah. We're going to school you. We're going to school you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.